Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Watching the Stanley Cup final, I realized nothing beats hearing this after a goal. Interesting. Watching World Cup qualifying, I realized nothing beats hearing this after a goal. Goal! Oh, yeah. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off on a little bit late, but not too late as the... Could have been worse. Yeah, could have been worse. Uh, Speaking of football season, we'll have more on that coming up. But uh, yeah, the Penguins win the Stanley Cup final. So that happened, and USA and Mexico tie to a draw. Yeah. And that's a point. That's a pretty good point. It's a big point for the U.S. Typically, they go down to Mexico, and they usually lose. So a tie in this scenario for Team USA is big. We're getting better. Uh, Your chance to sound off coming up. 80,000-plus people stopped by the Principal Charity Classic. At some point this week, PCC winner Brent Job won the cool new tradition, the Chief's Jacket, the same jacket worn by the presenter Chief Dana Wingert. Sound off on the relevant topic of your choice, 515-282-9010. Heather Burnside delivered one of my favorite sound off moments. The Cubs couldn't stop sucking and Heather had enough. I know right now you're in a lot of pain, but you'll be right back on the bandwagon the next come year. Up. You'll be right back painting sure. your toenails with I'm Cubs I'm not sure. I might again. break up with the Cubs, Keith. They're like a bad man. They treat you wrong. They make you drink too much. <laughs> there's never, you don't know if there's going to be a future. I'm never going to get a ring. Funny on a self-deprecating level. Heather, a longtime bachelorette, would not just settle. And in the past year, fate rewarded her patience and loyalty. The Cubs finally got that ring. And a couple months later, so did Heather. On her KXNO radio show, Heather called her fiancé 5-0, as in the popo, police. We would soon learn that 5-0 meant Sergeant Paul Parisi. He's the Des Moines police spokesman who always finds the right words, whether heartbroken, angry, or flabbergasted. So Heather and Paul got married, and it all came together at the iCubs home plate. I had the privilege of officiating the wedding, and it was a 100-degree swing from my first ceremony in January. Now, don't be fooled by the sleeveless dress. Jordan Shipley's Sipker is fierce. Back to the heat. Heather and Paul signed paperwork in the Cubs' air-conditioned locker room then celebrated with close friends. 
The long-awaited dance left many in tears. An emotional moment that, whoa, whoa, not, not that dance, not that dance, not that dance. Uh, this dance, much, yes, much better. So congratulations, Heather. Cubs won the World Series. You married Paul. Cyclone Bowl game should be a lock. Bears Super Bowl? Uh, let's not push it. We can push it if we want, right? I'm a Bears fan. Let's push that thing. All right. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers avoided the brooms on Friday when they beat Golden State in game four. Warriors denied the perfect postseason. Cavs delaying the inevitable. Now, for the last month, all we've heard is the Jordan versus LeBron argument. Who is the greatest of all time? It's tiring, right? No, it's June. I'm on record and always will be backing Team Jordan. That's not a knock on LeBron, just my opinion. I'm also on record as saying James will go down as the second best player all time. It's funny how many people find that as some kind of an insult, the second best player ever. Look, there are things LeBron does better than Jordan. Any person with working eyes can see that, but there are also many things Jordan did better than LeBron. MJ is a better pure scorer and defensive player. James is a better passer and rebounder. When the Cavs lose to Golden State, LeBron will be 3-5 in the finals. Jordan was perfect 6-0. Championships are not everything. If they were, Bill Russell would be the greatest of all time. But let's not pretend like they don't mean something. Would people view Tom Brady as the best quarterback of all time if his Super Bowl record was 2-5 instead of 5-2? No. The biggest blemish for LeBron is the 2011 NBA Finals loss to Dallas. The Miami Heat super team with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh was embarrassed by Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Terry. Jason Terry was the Mavs' second best player. LeBron disappeared on the biggest stage. No excuses. LeBron was not a rookie. He was in year eight. Jordan's first NBA Finals appearance and win came in his eighth season. Now, if you're one of those LBJ supporters that want to give LeBron a pass in year one in Miami? Fine. What about year four when they were beaten 4-1 by San Antonio? A good Spurs team, but also a team that didn't have a single player average more than 18 points in the finals. Super team beatdown. We can debate all day and night about who is the greatest. I'm sticking with Jordan, LeBron number two. If you want to flip it, okay. That's your opinion. Now about that best team of all time argument. Let's save that for another Sunday night. Man, come on, John. I came to sound off tonight to get away from the LeBron Jordan argument. You put us right back into it's it. It's June. Come oh, on. Vern and Urbandale. Uh, Vern, what, what are your thoughts here on the uh, great LeBron James? Vern, Urbandale, your chance. Go. Vern, got to turn your television down. We're on a seven-second delay. Dave in Des Moines. Barnstormers, how many in a row, John? 11. Does go to 11? They're at 11. They're at 11. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Dave, go ahead. Maybe? Hey, Dave. Dave, yeah, what's up? Hey, I want to give a shout-out to all those Barnstormer players. They're doing a great, they got a great season going. We need to keep focused and keep going. And I want to invite all... Everybody in Des Moines, the Wells Fargo, Saturday night for the Sioux Falls game. That's going to be 
Yeah, that's a big game coming up. John, Lots of words, yeah. How 11 straight wins. How are the Barnstormers not already in the playoffs? Well, they're in the the conference that they're in is with Sioux Falls, and Sioux Falls is the team they play next week. And there's two games left. If, if the Barnstormers lose both of those, and the team behind them in third wins both, they'll still finish their game back. So only two teams from the conference make the playoffs. Right now, it looks like Iowa and Sioux Falls. Next week, likely decides. The overall number one seed in the playoffs. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. The tiny rough ref judges oh. this week. Uh, Dan and Heather say Andy Fails looks like Google tech expert Ben Brown, who appeared on the Channel 13 News Tiny Ref. What do you say? It's got to be the glasses, right? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, ben, uh, Kenny, it's Kenny in Des Moines. He says that uh, Buccaneers head coach Dave Allison. Looks like office space actor Steven Root. Tiny Ref. That's that one, two, two winners. Last week I had a run in with a group that feels very misunderstood. They just want to be heard. Well, I'm ready to listen. Hang on. Okay, all set. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. Troy writes, Stoops record impressive because OU had three rivals for the most part, Texas, Okie State, and the Huskers. Imagine Cyhawk three games per year. Hmm. I don't know if we can handle that with RBTV three that'd, times per year. That'd be too much, I think. Uh, last week, Andy learned many Uber drivers expect a tip. And it was news that bugged Andy and bugged Uber drivers. Andy wondered, when will tipping end? So this was one of the more interesting weeks in the world of What's Bugging Andy, one where I was made aware of a few things, thanks to no fewer than 500 tweets, Facebook messages, emails, and voicemails from Uber drivers. Well, they do expect gratuity, it turns out, and they made me understand exactly why everyone deserves a little something extra for their efforts and how something that might seem to be a mere suggestion is actually more than that. Well, it was good while it lasted, right? I mean, my belief that uh, Uber drivers didn't expect to be tipped. I used that service for a few years under that delusion, and looking back now, man, I had it good. I just loved using Uber, and I didn't realize that I was doing anything wrong. From now on, I'll be worried about having cash and unsure of whether or not I'm giving enough. You know, they say that ignorance is bliss. Don't you hate the point where someone shatters that bliss? Hey, hey, you, you know you're not supposed to use those free address labels without donating to the charity that sent them to you. Or, uh... You're not only supposed to buy one cup of the kid's lemonade. Well, you didn't know. You didn't mean to be, mean to be cold. You were just taking things at face value. Sometimes people are all too happy to shatter your blissful ignorance. Hey, hey I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, I heard some people talking really bad about you at work the other day. Who wants to know that? You don't want to know that. Hey, I saw your old girlfriend out the other night. 
Yeah, she, she was making out with some other guy. Whoa! Think for a second. No one needs to hear that. Some things don't need to be revealed. Sometimes cluelessness is a virtue. But I get it. Sometimes we do need to hear it. Sometimes we need to look for those hints. And sometimes just because people aren't asking for it doesn't mean they aren't still assuming that you'll understand what they want. Hmm. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Looks like Andy made about 95 cents in tips during that segment. Nothing beats a good slice of pepperoni pizza, but bad pizza? That's who's in your five. Plus more live calls. We've got a couple lines open. 282-9010. The area code is 515. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation, Scott commenting on the Warriors' run to the playoffs so far. They have an entire all-star team. It's really not even fair. The NBA is more lopsided than it's ever been. All right, who's in your five? Yep. Now, the man widely credited with inventing the pineapple top pizza, Sam Panopoulos, has died at age 83. So in his honor, worst common pizza toppings. Okay. You can find these at many pizza places. Number five, sorry, Sam but uh, pineapple. Yeah, add Awful. the ham, call it Hawaiian pizza, I don't care, still it's a no. Fruit on pizza is disgusting. It, don't do it. Number four, hey, we're not at Pizza Ranch. Ranch dressing, Ugh. even if you're trying to speed up your heart disease, this adds nothing to a good pizza. Keep it on the side as a condiment of something else, not on pizza. Number three, anchovies. Oh. Little mm -hmm. fish on pizza, stop it. Come on, you're ruining your pizza. Number two, this will be some, this will be one some of you disagree with, but lettuce on a pizza? I don't care if you call it taco pizza. <laughs> there still should not be lettuce on a pizza. People like their taco pizza. I, who wants it? My wife likes this. Who wants a salad on a pizza? <laughs> get a salad or get a pizza. Don't try to get both. And number one, the shrimp pizza. That's S not even pizza. Seafood and cheese, it's, just, it's disgusting on dough. It's a bad move. All right, that's her oh, just terrible. Sick. Teresa is in West Des Moines. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to Sound Off. Hi. What are you thinking tonight, Teresa? Um, well, I just wanted to shout out for the men's final in the French Open tennis today with Rafael Nadal uh, winning it in three sets against Stan Wawrinka and setting history by winning 10 French Opens. The most uh, done ever by anyone. Yeah, it's, a, it's incredible. He hadn't lost any finals, 10-0 right? in the finals. If he gets to the finals in the French, it's a done deal. And he's got 15 grand slams now, only behind Federer. I think he passed Pete Sampras with this win. So he's 15. Yep, yep, yeah. he did. Yeah, Teresa, does it uh, make any difference to you when, when you think of the greats that uh, Rafa has, 10 of his 15 are on clay. So clearly there's one surface that he's much better at than he, anybody he, else. He is the king of clay. There's no way... Uh, around that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, there's that's proof there. Uh, thank you, Teresa. Matt is in Ankeny. Hi, Matt. Hello. What do you think about the Barnstormers? Uh, I am extremely impressed with the Barnstormers. They're having the best season they've had since Kurt Warner was there. And I'm really hoping we get a lot of people to show up for this last game uh, on Saturday night. They're playing two balls. Uh, winner, winner gets the top seed in the playoffs, and the loser is going to need some help to even make the playoffs, which is kind of curious, but that's the way it works out. So, 
I'm really hoping we get a big crowd out there to cheer them on. They're the Sioux Falls, a six-time defending champion. Yeah, the so Barnstormers are in the uh, indoor football league equivalent of like the Big Ten East. You know, oh, come on. What is going on here? Stop did, it. How did, oh, geez. Is that spliced into the video? Did we cut the highlights like that accidentally? I, I don't know what's going on. Is Hassel somewhere in the control room? Yeah, did what's he sneak the, in? What, what's, what's going, going on, on back there? Hey, we've had Barnstormers calls. John, we've had several. This and We didn't have any the past couple of years. Here's the bad thing about the Barnstormers is Iowa and Sioux Falls, the two best teams in the IFL, but they're both in the same conference. The other, the other division is garbage. These are the two best teams, and one of them, one of them might not even make the playoffs. It's good that they weren't home this weekend. There was just, I mean, that they uh, are home next weekend when there's not as much going on. This weekend, there were just all kinds of options. You can see they're on the MC22 coverage. It's not a big crowd at yeah. the game. It should be a big crowd this weekend, right? There's not the competition of principal It's the only Classic. thing going on. No, no state tournaments. Yeah, no state tournaments, no uh, uh, Burnside Parisic wedding. Yeah. You know, you're not competing with all of that stuff. Yeah. All right, there is a line open now at 282-9010. Vikings fans, prepare for sticker shock. That's part of Face Off next, live on Sound Off. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Good for Bob Stoops retiring and wanting to spend more time with family. Coaching is a grind. Oklahoma fans feel he underachieved. Be careful what you wish for Sooners. Vic and Alleman. Amen to that. Time for topic ping pong. We call it face off. Vikings warn their fans, prepare for Super Bowl sticker shock. What is Super Bowl sticker shock? $3,000 tickets and next to none available for actual Vikings fans. Yeah, that would do it though. Not really shocking. It is the Super Bowl. Prepare to cough up some money. Yeah, that's true. Monday Night Football fired Hank Williams Jr. after he compared President Obama to Hitler. Now a network constantly accused of leaning left is bringing Hank back. What do you make of the politics? I don't really care. I just want to hear the classic open back. Oh yeah. Only thing that would be better, the original. Dun, 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 dun. That's a ringtone for a lot of people. You can hear it oh, going off. Love in it. Kirk Ferentz just took away one of your great pleasures. Oh, yes. Trolling diehard Hawkeye fans who call Ferentz Ferentz. Ferentz tells the registers Chad Leistico, either version is fine. It will always be Ferentz to me, but I guess I do owe 137 different fans an apology. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ferenz does not rhyme with parents, and that's okay. He I said guess. it. Man. Gene Smith fired a coach who won five Big Ten titles. Days later, Smith was reportedly trying to hire Greg McDermott. Good guy, solid coach, but Iowa State. Yeah, McDermott did well at UNI and Creighton, but ISU did not work. Maybe it could have worked at Ohio State, but credit McDermott for realizing it's okay to be happy with the job and life you have now. What coach who's never been to a Sweet 16 wants to replace a fired coach who went to two Final Fours? Yeah, now Gene Smith hires Butler's Chris Holtman. And Smith hopes he's more Thad Mata than Todd Licklider. Seinfeld denied Kesha a hug. Seinfeld says he doesn't hug strangers. I'm with Jerry, stranger danger. You? No, I'm a hugger. John, give me a hug right now. No. Come on, give me a hug. No. No, come on, I'm not a stranger. Give me a hug. Reach I don't out. care. Reach not out. over that yeah. video of you you and Andy dancing. Can't, can't pick. It's in my head. That's a fair point. 
Over under. College basketball coach is overrated. Jim Beheim, Hall of Fame coach, national. <laughs> What's that? Wait a minute. National title with Carmelo was... Anthony, but check his check the past decade. His his style is outdated, and he can't stay out of trouble. And apparently, that's the only picture we could find of him. He goes knuckle deep <laughs> on a nose bug. Underrated Thad Mata, most qualified coach Ohio State could have hired is the one Gene Smith. Fired. Can't, still can't believe that Mata, though, is 39 years old. 39? Uh, 49. I was going to say, he's four <laughs> years older than me? What? Yeah, that would be that. Oh, oh, All hey, right, hey. one minute. Keep it short, sweet, and to the beat. That wasn't bad. Yeah, a little beatbox out there. That was okay. Yeah. All right, let's get uh, 60 seconds worth of calls. Ronnie in Pleasant Hill. Ronnie, no. go ahead. Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's up, Ronnie? Oh, I I got a couple things to say. Ronnie, you're gonna have to say it next week. That's Only taking too seconds. long. Sorry, Cooper in Des Moines. Sixty second sound off. Go ahead, Cooper. Hey, yes, uh, I want to talk to that gentleman about who's the best Jordan that was there. I paid the game. Okay. What's your name? Uh, what's your name? Could not Jordan could not go ahead and could not do it. Uh, what's the name? Do I'm sorry, I'm his name. LeBron James. He's the toughest on the planet. If I was a guard, I would have guard Jordan than him. Yeah, how about I that, played, John? I played guard. I was, I was six foot three guard back in 1971. I played for the college, and I was a guard before you Magic and Michael. I got a picture with Kareem. But yeah, this Jordan guy can could play. Not do, Jordan. Jordan could not do. Uh, he could not guard. Uh, uh, what's the name? He's the brain. He don't have the talent, but this guy is tough. I wouldn't want to guard him. Yeah, hey, I never see. Thank see you, here, Cooper. there's the classic call of people think I hate LeBron. I said he's the second best player of all time. Jordan's a nine-time first-team All-Defensive Team. You know how many LeBron has? Five. Cheeser, there's your defensive player right there. You'll get the final sentence. Go ahead, hey. Cheeser. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Yeah, buddy, believe it. This is where the Royals are heading up north now to San Francisco. Stay hot. Hot. You got it. Stay hot. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Congratulations to the Ames Little Cyclones, state champions in girls soccer. It was so hot Saturday, the coach didn't mind the ice bath. Ames with a big win over Valley in the 3A championship game. That is awesome. Also awesome. Congratulations to our friends Heather and Paul Parisic. Have a happy life.